This is Famous Lost Words. I'm Christopher Ward with Tom Jokic as we honor yet another fallen musician. That's right, Christopher. The legendary Little Richard has passed away at the age of 87. Truly one of the founding fathers of rock and roll. He was one of the first inductees into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame when they opened the doors in 1986. Mm -hmm. He started performing at the age of 14. He worked in traveling medicine shows. Wow. He worked on the Chitlin Circuit before forming his own band. So the Chitlin Circuit was kind of a black circuit, a circuit for black musicians in the South. Is that, is yeah, that correct? Yeah, the South and the Midwest, I sure. believe. Yeah. Okay. Um, his first hit was a song called Tutti Frutti. Oh, Rudy. In 1955. And here's little Richard giving a brief history of how his career got started with that song. It all started with Tutti Frutti down in a little town called Macon, Georgia. I was washing dishes at the Greyhound bus station, and I wrote this song. I wrote, Good Golly, Miss Molly, and Long Tall Sally. And I had them for years while I recorded them. I didn't know no one to talk to because there's no record companies down where I'm from. And so what, what happened is I met Lloyd Price. He had out a big record called Lord and Miss Claudia, and he recommended me to Specialty Records. And I sent a tape to Specialty, and after I sent this tape, they waited a year before they got back in touch with me. I kept washing dishes because I had to eat and so I didn't want to let my dishes go so finally they wrote me back and say that we want you to meet us in New Orleans so I went to New Orleans and they wanted me to record some slow blues so I did and so after the session I was just playing on the piano I played two to three this we never had nothing like that before it was different I knew they had because they had nobody wrote nothing like that but me so they put it out and in two weeks it was number one in the country Tootie Fruity from 1955, The Late Little Richard. So many artists were influenced by Little Richard, and there were so many cover versions of his music, from Elvis to The Beatles. Mitch Ryder had a couple of big hits in the late 60s with a medley of Little Richard songs, and his influence was profound. Have a listen to David Bowie speaking to us in 1983. I think the first time I really wanted to play music is when I saw a film of the Little Richard band in, I think... The movie was called Rock and Roll, Rock and Roll, Mr. Rock and Roll, I think it was. Mr. Rock and Roll, it was an Alan Freed movie. And if I remember rightly, Little Richard and his band were in it playing a couple of songs. It was probably Tootie Fruity and Long Tall Sally or something. Or Lucille, I think it was. Lucille. And when I saw that uh, saxophone lineup, I immediately... That was it. I didn't want to do anything else in life but play the saxophone. So I guess that was the first time I wanted to play music. So we know that a lot of artists were inspired by Little Richard, but how did he get started? been a long time ago, Sonny, uh, way back. Uh, my grandfather gave us a piano, and uh, the living room floor fell down with me playing the piano. And my mother used to get mad because I used to invite all the kids over to the house because at that time it wasn't no rock. It was swinging sway with Sammy Kay, and the kids wanted to boogie, and they couldn't boogie. They had to swing, you know. And so I used to get in there with the kids and start playing, not knowing really what you're playing, you know. It gave, gave me a thing to continue. Then I started taking piano lessons. Well, who did you take lessons from? A lady named Miss Clemens in Macon, Georgia. And, but you know, the strange thing about her was that uh, she couldn't play herself at all. Uh, but she teach, but she couldn't play. Good golly, Miss Marley, show like the ball. 
Another huge record for Little Richard, Good Golly Miss Molly from 1958. I think they had to clean up the lyrics a little bit. Yes. His, Richard's work was a little suggestive, shall we say. <laughs> anyway, during the segregation era, it's interesting to know he was one of the first performers to draw black and white audiences to the same venue for the same show. Now, they were segregated still, like usually the white audience was downstairs and the black audience were in the balcony. Yeah. But what happened is that then they came together to dance. Awesome. I that know. That is great. After Tutti Frutti, he had a string of incredible, iconic rock and roll hits, Long Tall Sally, Rip It Up, Good Golly, Miss Molly. Mm-hmm. So when I met Little Richard, and I was thrilled to meet Little Richard. I bet. I asked him about his continuing influence. The music of Little Richard really lives on in so many different ways. Not only That's the right. songs that you perform, but also through a lot of different artists. Now, I saw Prince here last week, mm-hmm. and I saw little bits of James Brown. I saw some Jimi Hendrix, and I also saw a lot of Little Richard. That's right. That's right. Uh, in fact, uh, wh- when I saw Prince, I see a lot of Little Richard and a little Jimi Hendrix, because Jimi Hendrix was me. He came from me. He was my guitar player. You That's know, at right. At the age of 18 and 19, his real name is Maurice James. He was a part of me. Uh, and uh, when I see Michael, I see uh, uh, James Brown, Little Richard, and Jackie Wilson. Yes. That's what Michael Jackson is. And when I see Boy George, I see Little Richard. When I see David Bowie, I see Little Richard. Uh, when I see a whole lot of them, I see Little Richard, you know. Uh, and it's a joy that I'm still alive to see some of these. So things. they're doing you proud then? Oh, yes, yes. And what do you think about the state of rock and roll today? Overall, is it in good shape? Uh, I think that it's back where it used to be. You know, when I hear Beat It, I hear Lucille, you know. Yeah. Uh, 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 when I hear, uh, uh, not Beat It, when I hear uh, Billie Jean, Billie I hear Jean. Lucille. When I hear Beat It, I think about Rip It Up. Uh, uh, not the music is just like it, but Michael, my songs was named after girls and different things. You know, Lucille, Billie Jean, yeah. Rip It Up. Well, you know, he takes a lot of credit there, but he makes a good point. Like when you first saw Prince, you kind of going, man, that's that's little Richard, you know, and of well, course. Well, that's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Wow. That's great. Well, and, and coming from anybody else, those would seem like very extravagant claims. Mm-hmm. But let's remember, Jimi Hendrix was in his band. I mean, he can back this up. And the Beatles opened for little Richard in the UK and at the Star Club in Germany, and he taught Paul McCartney some of his sort of trademark vocal tricks, like the woo in uh, in I Saw Her Dance with Another Woo. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry about that, folks. That was good, and we will never do that again, I promise. (laughs) We promise. Um, Yeah, and he influenced uh, artists who were more or less his contemporaries, like Sam Cooke, Mm -hmm. James Brown, Otis Redding. David Bowie, of all people, said that when he heard Tutti Frutti, He heard God. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) Leave it to David. So the next question that I asked him, which we're going to leave the question on the interview, was one that I had waited years to to pose. One of the most exciting rock and roll shows that I ever seen was 15 years ago. Yeah. And it featured a lot of the greats of rock and roll. It featured John Lennon, The Doors. Yes. And a performance by Little Richard that absolutely amazed me. Do you have any memories of that event? Uh, Oh, yes. I had on a glass suit. That's right. Do you remember that day? Yes, do you, do you remember, remember seeing uh, John Lennon and yes, Yoko performing? Yes, I remember performing? seeing Lon, John Lennon and Yoko, Chuck Berry, Bo Diddley. That's right. And, and all of them. I remember seeing them. It was a fantastic show. A lot of people. That was that was a, a real sort of peak in the revival yes, of Yes, uh, it was. And, and they made it? this movie called Sweet Toronto, and then they changed the name to Keep On Rocking. Right. Yes, I remember that very much. Now, I understand 
that you will not be performing again. Is that true? No, I'm not in the performing business anymore. I'm going to, I, I just, my new book is out on the market, uh, The Life and Times of Little Richard, all over this country and other countries. Uh, I'm just going to travel and I want to uh, be a consultant for my new movie that is going to be coming out very soon. Do you miss performing? Do you miss getting up there and the excitement and the response of the fans? Uh, yeah, I miss some of it. You know, I can't help. I've been in it all my life. But I'm glad to be out of it, too, so I can look in on it. That was such an incredible, incredible yeah. show. And you did yes. something I've never seen anybody else do. At the end of the song, you'd say, did you like it? Do you want to hear it again? And then, bam, they go right into the song one more time. That's right. Is that a special performance Yes, technique? it was. I just want to, you know, anything I do, I would ask the girl, did you like it? Uh, whoever, did you like it? If you like it, I'll do it again. If you don't, I ain't going to give you no more. <laughs> <laughs> had a boy uh, little richard yeah yeah for sure that's great. and that was a fantastic show yes that, you, that infamous uh, rock and roll revival show that's right well tell us a little bit more about that because we talked about that a few weeks ago with our mm -hmm. john lennon segment so tell me a little more about that well about that's him. the one where lennon flew in with clapton mm -hmm. and yoko and the, and the band and they practiced um on the plane right for the first and only time right and the the doors were the headlining act but it it was called the rock and roll revival and there were all kinds of oldies acts that little richard makes uh, makes reference to there so it was a it was kind of a stylistic mashup but somehow it made sense and of course it went on to become this legendary event great memories and you know i have a thought about why R little richard performed each song twice his <laughs> songs were so short that yeah. was the only way he could fill out a 45 minute set i would That's assume right. right yeah unless he did 22 songs <laughs> that's right it's great to reflect on such a monumental career as we honor Little Richard on Famous Lost Words. <laughs> 